When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Nero, this is Cole. How are you calling me? Well, I figured if we were on Earth, we might have a useful signal inside the hospital again. Oh, good thinking. That didn't even occur to me. So does that mean you're inside now? Uh, I found an open window near the roof. I'm inside a storage area. Good. We're on the first floor trying to get hold of some doctor's uniforms so we can have a look around. Uh, I was thinking of doing the same, minus the disguise. All right, do that, but stay out of sight, and I'll try to keep you updated on our position. Good. I know the layout of this place pretty well. I'll try to stay directly above you at all times. If you need a cavalry call, just holler. Will do. Call me back if you find anything. Nero out. All right. What, you miss me so soon? Not exactly. Listen, I'm in a hallway. I see gurneys, hospital equipment, and doors for patients up and down the corridor. Well, that does sound about right for a hospital, doesn't it? Yeah, well, how busy is it where you are? Are you kidding? This place is crawling with people. Are they going up and down the lifts, that kind of thing? Well, yes, I've seen them do it. Oh, it's good to know, because there's no one here. No doctors, no patients, nothing. Not a sound. And I don't hear anything coming from the lower floors, either. Cole, are you back in the old hospital? No way. Everything's too new here. Shit. All right, Cole, get out of there. Go back the way you came, find another way in. This could be where Hanover is. And we might not be able to reach you from where we are. I don't want to lose both of you. I got in. You probably can as well. Good, then we can all get back in together. That way we don't have to split up our forces this much. Cole, get out N- of there. Nero, you're breaking up. Nero, I just lost the light. Hello? Are you still there? Nero? <laughs> Technical Difficulties presents The Account, A Tale of the Waking World, The Lightning for Hire, Part 10. Cole? Cole, talk to me. Fuck. 
There's no signal at all anymore. I've lost him. Just stay calm. You didn't lose anything, okay? He's a big boy. He can take care of himself. I am calm. I'm just very angry. Understandable, but not particularly helpful right now. So just stay focused on what we have to do. Right. So what have we got? Well, we got some doctor's coats here. Those will probably be useful. No IDs, though. Well, at least it'll let us blend in initially. If I can find a supply room, I might be able to forge a couple. Yeah, I also noticed they have magnetic strips on the back for security access. How are we going to forge those? Oh, come on, Turvey. We're both professionals here. Running security grids and hacking electronic locks should be a cakewalk for both of us. Where's your spunk? I graduated from the Lou Grant Memorial School of Spunk-hating, if you must know. The point I'm trying to make here is there's probably an easier way to do this. Excuse me. Excuse us. We're a little busy right now, and this is a private conversation, if you don't mind. Oh, I don't mind. My name is Biscayne. I'm from security. I couldn't help notice the two of you coming in here. I was wondering if I could help you. Oh, not at all. I'm Dr. Guillaume. This is my associate, Dr. Turvey. Hi. We were brought in for some uh, consultations. Oh, I see. Well, funny you should mention that, because uh, as part of security, I wasn't informed about any of this. For crying out loud, did they lose the paperwork again? Honestly, we can't go anywhere without this sort of thing happening, can we? Uh, Actually... Mr. Biscayne, look, I'm sure we can clear this up very easily enough with whoever is in charge of security here, but right now we have a very important consultation to do up in the ICU. Why don't we do that first, and then we can get out of your hair? Yeah, but before that... And it's very simple for you to clear this up for me. All you have to do is provide me with your names, your identification, the name of your patient, the location of the ward that they're in, and their condition. You know, there's such a thing as doctor-patient confidentiality. I'm not sure I like your line of questioning. Well, Dr. Guillaume, I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like it when unauthorized personnel sneak into a hospital supply room after breaking through my security net, especially when one of them is wearing a glamour. And if you could both keep your hands where I could see them. Whoops. My apologies in advance, Sir Phillips, but our equipment does not account for comfort. It is strictly utilitarian. Oh, it's fine. I used to work in an office. I'm used to sitting in discomfort. Hmm. In spite of your interference with our project and against the wishes of our most recent acquisition, I have decided to keep you alive, Sir Phillips. By recent acquisition, I assume you mean the angel down in the chapel? (laughs) Angel is such a majestic and pompous term for that entity. I see. No reverence for its power or its origins, then. As I said, Sir Phillips, strictly utilitarian terms around here. It is a tool, a means to an end. You're not part of Ave Nova, are you, Kasperzak? Ah... The Order of the Destroying Star. Superstitious and religious fools, Sir Phillips. Worshipping at the altar of that which is more powerful than them. That which will grant them control of their little lives. My people have always dealt in practical realities. And your people would be... If you have to ask, you are not worthy of that knowledge. Now who's being pompous? We're all made of the stuff of the stars, Sir Phillips. Every living creature in this universe, everything in this universe, mankind, the beings from your world, and especially the angels, the celestials. We are all light and darkness, some more than others. The difference is my people will hold that power, that light and darkness within their hands. We will wield it. We will not worship at its feet. You'll harness the lightning for hire. Well remembered, Sir Phillips. I'm glad to see you were listening earlier. I didn't have to remember it. It's written on the walls all around this room. In Enochian, language of the angels. Oh, so you are familiar with the language of sacraments, then? I'm impressed by your knowledge base, Sir Phillips. What a pleasant surprise. Yes, I can read it. I took a course on it when I was sent by my corporation to track down the origins of the Ave Nova account. It's a reflection of the language that they use to infiltrate conceptual spaces and pacts and legal documents. 
You've got it written all around the walls here in circles and in geometric patterns and ceremonial shapes. This is ceremonial magic. You're sorcerers. Such a vulgar and simplistic term for what we are, Sir Phillips. But you are indeed inching closer and closer to the truth. Perhaps I deserve a reward then for my diligence. So what exactly is the lightning for hire? The third of five points, Sir Phillips. And when we achieve that, we will be more than halfway home. Five points, like a pentagram. You've got that as a recurring motif all throughout your equipment, but I assumed that would be par for the course for a sorcerer. He controlled the vigor of steam. He harnessed the lightning for hire. He drove the celestial team, and man was the lord of the fire. And you will help us to harness that lightning, Sir Phillips. Will I? The humans of Earth were once so powerful. But like our acquisition, that power sleeps. It must be awakened. It must be reminded that it exists. You are a human from Earth, Sir Phillips. Once powerless, but now a knight. Your will is a conduit for strength. This power flows through you, and it is at your command. I can think of at least one person who might argue with you on that point. Power and control of that power. That is the goal of this project, Sir Phillips. If it's my power you're after, I think you'll find me a little difficult to control. <laughs> As if I could, Sir Phillips. Your will is too strong, too set, too finely honed. I discovered that for myself when I drove the presence from your mind earlier. I could kill you, but I could never tame you. Not through force, in any event. Means more subtle would have to be applied. That is where my star patient comes in. <laughs> Helen, so frail, so seemingly weak and defenseless. Can't you feel it, Sir Phillips? <laughs> the urge to rise, to break your bonds and rush to her side, to protect her. You have pledged to protect her, I understand. She has that effect on people not familiar with her presence. She is our Madonna. When the power of the beast rises, she shall be the one holding the reins of its harness. At least, that is our expectation of her. Of course, that's been our expectation before. But she survived this long, unlike the others. But I see I am upsetting you, Sir Phillips. So, with that in mind, I believe it is time to begin our experiment, Sir Phillips. I believe you have seen one of these before. I insert these into the backs of the heads of my charges, such as my orderlies, to make sure they are more amenable to their tasks. I cannot use it to control you, as I said before, but I have modified this one so that it will record data. I can use it to observe you. Hold still now. This will hurt. <laughs> There. And all is in working order. In a moment, I shall leave you, Sir Phillips, and then your bonds will be released. At that point, I would suggest you rush to her side, because her young life is about to be in the greatest of danger. It would be a shame to lose her at this late stage, especially when we are on the brink of a breakthrough as we are, but I don't believe you're going to let that happen. It is a risk I am willing to take, for what is progress is not risk. Good luck, Sir Phillips, and don't disappoint me. Oh, and one more thing. When I switch on the probe, it will be uncomfortable. <laughs> Sir Phillips is in great pain. 
shall die. And tell me, dear Helen, are you afraid to die or live? Both. How dreadfully unfair. How stacked against you. I believe it's time this game was changed. I think it's time things were shook up. Would you do me the honor of considering me your ally? I don't trust you. No one does. And to be perfectly honest, they're wise not to. What do you want me to do? You have such power, child. Lend me some of it. I will use it to seal this door so they cannot reach you. And then, go out. Go to Sir Phillips. He will find you. Okay. Do not fear for your safety. I will be by your side to guide you. And then what? Then we run. We run and we fight and we bide for time. Sir Philip's friends have not yet accessed my true powers, but they will soon. And then... And then? Oh, my dear. Then the game changes. You have been listening to The Account, A Tale of the Waking World, The Lightning for Hire, Part 10, written and performed by Kyan Chris Conroy as part of the Technical Difficulties podcast series. Contact me at techdiff at gmail.com. Twitter.com slash techdiff is the Twitter feed, and look for Technical Difficulties at Google Plus and on Facebook. To be continued next time on The Account, The Lightning for Hire. And that's it for the show this week. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Kyan, and let me tell you all about my adventures. Actually, there was only one big adventure I went to record the show, start recording this show and the audiobook I'm working on, only to discover that my, uh, my audio interface had crapped out over the weekend or sometime on Monday morning. So that was fun. Had to rush right out and buy myself a brand new one, sort of levering, leveraging my money uh, you know, against the money that I'm going to be making from this audiobook when it's done, which is coming along very swimmingly and very proud of the work I'm doing on it, although I may have to go back and record a chunk of it because this audio interface that I have, this new Firewire inter- interface, sounds terrific. I love it a lot. It's a Focusrite Pro 24 if you're ever in the market to get a Firewire interface. I seem to really like Focusrite's, uh, Focusrite's equipment. It's pretty good. Um, and by the way, that brings me to the point, if you want to uh, contribute to my purchasing as much new equipment as possible to make my show just Jim Dandy sounding, then um, why don't you go over and uh, donate some money to me at uh, techdiff at gmail.com. That's my PayPal account, if you'd be so kind. That would be awfully nice of you. doesn't have to be much. Five bucks here, ten bucks there. All adds up after a while, and then I can buy myself a brand new microphone or a thing that I can use to make things sound, you know, Better. So, I haven't got any other new uh, other new news for you. I'm afraid. Uh, I do have. Uh, oh no, I take that back. I have two interesting things. If you go over, if you look up Tech Diff over at uh, at YouTube, I just put up a video 
It's, um, well, it's not really a video. It's a little piece of comedy I created because I was, as I say on it, I was in the library going through the audiobook section because I'm trying to get inspiration for an audiobook of my own that I'm working on. And I'll give you more information on that later. And um, I started leafing through the titles that they had there and uh, uh, themes started to emerge. And so I came home afterwards and recorded a little bit of comedy that was intended for some upcoming for an upcoming comedy episode. I'll probably include it there as well, but if you'd like a little taste of that, just go over to Tech Diff's uh, channel, Chris, Kai and Chris Conroy's Tech Diff channel over on YouTube, and you'll see it's, uh, it's the one with the long, funny name. Um, hang on a second, I'm going to clear my throat. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, what else? And I was interviewed on the Three Pasty Nerds podcast with J.D. McIntyre and friends, and uh, I met J.D. on the cruise, the Joko Cruise Crazy 2. And uh, he does a podcast about kind of geeky pop culture stuff, and uh, with a couple of friends of his, and they um, they um, interviewed me over Skype, and it was fun. So if you go over to Three Pasty Nerds and listen to the brand new episode, you'll see that they interviewed me, and there I am doing a quick interview on the thing because that's me, you know. I'm I'm getting my name out there, one podcast at a time, every once in a great while. If anybody else wants to interview me, just contact me at techdiff.gmail.com. I'll be happy to do it. Anything to get my name out there. Um, and that's about it, really. I'm going to stop rambling at you, and I will be back again next week. With, you know, Fingers crossed, hopefully, I'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of The Account. And I've been slowly accumulating comedy for a brand new Tech Diff episode, which will go up ASAP. That little bit that I did there was me just kind of flexing those comedy muscles and. Uh, I gotta get out there, but uh, I want to change up tech diff a bit. I know I always say this every few months. I'm gonna change up tech diff a bit, but I really, really want to. I want to up my game a bit um, and not do the same old stuff. I really uh, enjoyed. Uh, I've enjoyed doing the comedy that I do. I'm not gonna stop doing the comedy that I do, but I need to do more new stuff in addition to that. So that's going to be exciting to see how I work that little problem out. In any event, I'm done here, and I will talk at you again next week. So thanks so much for listening. Kai and Chris Conroy signing off. from some say he's not a man some say he's a force not of nature but of something more primal than that he's the acid taste of vengeance you can't quite swallow down in a town that's besieged by fear an unbreathed regret Others say he was a man who wouldn't rest until all the pain in the world was fed back to those who minded out of others. He's only known by one name, from county to county, in the hours past dawn, and in the haze-filled air, you'll see him walking towards you if you keep secrets, if you harm folks. He's the drifter, and he won't stop till sorrow's end. A weird western series from Jeffrey Billard starring The Drifter. From Audio Groovecats and the Amigo Collective. 
Coming 2023, only on Mutual, with Episode 1, Before a Wind.